The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You know, I want to share with you, there was a young boy whose name was Benayahu. Benayahu was one of six kids who lived in Israel. And this young boy, terrible, terrible, terrible ADHD, hyperactive, running around, always causing trouble because he can't sit still, didn't do well in school because he couldn't focus, all sorts of problems, couldn't listen, couldn't do, couldn't go, caused his parents untold grief. It was very, very hard. This is before they figured out how to deal with kids like this. They didn't know about their treatments. They didn't know about understanding. They just thought he was a wild kid. Anyway, one time, it just it gets to, to such a degree where the parents think to themselves, we can't handle him. He's causing chaos in the house, all sorts of problems for the other kids. Maybe we should send him, you know, to military school. That's where they'll, you know, that's all straight him out. We should send him away, you know, boot camp. They're having this conversation. Friday night at the Shabbat table, after all the kids have gone to sleep, the mother and the father, and they decide, you know what? Let's have a conversation. After Shabbat, we'll go and talk. You're not going to do something drastic like this, sending him away to, you know, to military school, you know, to whip him into shape. You're not going to do that unless you go and ask advice. Maybe we'll try and speak to the rabbi. He's a very wise man. He's had a lot of experience. Maybe we'll speak to him. We'll make an appointment to speak to him after Shabbat. Okay. Shabbat passes, but the wife, she doesn't feel so good after Shabbat. And the feeling gets worse and worse until eventually she feels like she's so, she's so weak. She's about to pass out and she says to her husband, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Let's go check this out. I don't want to wait. Take, let's go to the emergency room. Go to the emergency room. They can't figure it out. They take all sorts of scans. And on Sunday, they bring back to this mother, Benayahu's mom, the scans and she could not believe what she's looking at. The scans reveal that this woman is literally at death's door. The whole house shuts down. Everybody is terrified. Everyone is heartbroken. Everyone's a mess. From one day to the next, this mom, their mother, is diagnosed with a a very aggressive form of cancer, is going to need to have all sorts of, you know, bone, um, bone marrow transplant, and whatever, just to live, never mind to be healthy. Everything is chaos. But the one boy, this black sheep of the family, the ADHD kid, Benayahu, who's always bouncing off the walls, he's the one kid that's not crying, and that's not losing his mind, and that's not, uh, you know, depressed. And he starts, little kid, he's young, maybe 11 years old, 12 years old. He starts cooking eggs for the family, looking up recipes, making mac and cheese. That Shabbat, his mom's still in the hospital. The kid decides he's going to go to his grandma, write down the recipe, makes chalent for the family. While everyone is falling apart, Benayahu, this boy, is stepping up like you can't imagine. Preparing the younger kids for school, making sure they have their... And all of a sudden, his ADHD, which caused him to be all over the place, to deal with 50 different things at the same time, served to his advantage. And he's packing the lunches, and he's doing everything, and he's making food, and he's taking care of his father, He's making the beds, running off to school, and the mother is hearing report after report from the neighbors. Where does this kid come from? What just happened? All of a sudden, this troublemaker turned into an angel. He's literally the saving grace of your family. You guys would not be surviving without little Binayao, ADHD Binayao, hyperactive Binayao. My friends, time goes by, and then she gets a phone call she never thought she'd ever get a phone call from the boy's teacher. The teacher says, you know something? I don't know what happened to your child. I know what's going on at home. 
they prepared us that the boy who was a disaster in school should get 10 times worse because of what he had going on at home with his mother. But the opposite has happened, and suddenly he's applying himself, and suddenly he's studying, and suddenly he's doing homework. I don't know what to say, but I just thought you should know that in all your darkness, you have a shining light, and his name is Benayahu. The mother is in the hospital for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they're doing a drive to find a match for the mother. Everyone in the family gets tested. But there's one boy who's praying more than anything else that he should be the donor that matches. And of course, it's our villain-turned-hiru Benayahu who becomes a bone marrow transplant match for his own mother. And like a brave little boy, marches into the hospital. And it was a difficult procedure back then. Not like it is now where we have alternate methods. And they extract the bone marrow. And he saves his mother's life. She's in the hospital on a long journey. And it takes almost three years until she returns to her health. And she's finally ready to come home for good and to make the su'udat hoda'ah. And she walks in for the, you know, what she believes is the last look she's ever going to need to look behind her. She walks into the house and there's signs everywhere. And the signs say, welcome home, ma'am. Thank you so much, mommy. We love you, mommy. And she's looking around and she's hugging her husband and her kids. But there's one boy that she cannot find. And it's Benayahu. She's looking everywhere. She's looking in his room. He's not there. She's looking in the kitchen. She heard about everything that he'd made. He's not in the kitchen. She can't find this one son. The miracle turnaround son. The son that held up the whole family. She can't find him. She finally looks in her own bedroom. And she finds on the pillow, there's a letter. And the letter says, Leima, on front. It says, Tamami. And the boy writes in this letter. He says, Mom, you know, I prayed so hard that I should be the one to be able to save your life. I tried so hard to be able to make food and to take care of the family when you weren't here. I tried so hard, mom, because I thought maybe the reason why you were sick was because of me, was because the type of kid that I was and how much pain and how much suffering and how much chaos I brought into the family. So I wanted to at least do something, if I was the reason maybe you were not well, to make you better. And Hashem answered my prayers and I was able to be the one and I know you done. I know you know how much I did. And I prepared a special surprise for you. There's a woman that's coming. I heard she sings beautifully and she plays the guitar beautifully and she raises everybody's spirits. And I paid for her out of my own allowance money that she should come and make you happy. But please, mom, if I've done good enough, please don't send me away to military school. Please don't send me away to boot camp. I hope I've shown you that I can be good and that I could do good here from within the house. Love, Benayahu. Even ma'asu ha'bonim ha'yital rosh pina. The boy, like his personality, had been up that night, probably couldn't sleep, and he'd heard the entire conversation. What would they have done without this boy? What would have happened without this boy? The story would have been very different. Sometimes the black sheep is the black sheep in the family for a reason. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.